From grain to glass, this show is dedicated to helping you make the best beer possible. So strap in and hold on to your mash tons. We're Homebrew Bound. Welcome to Homebrew Bound. I'm Casey. And I'm Brian. This is the best beer show on the internet. I'm not wearing a shirt. You're not. You are not. Uh, we are. This is the second episode of the day. We're recording on Halloween. Uh, so if you listened last week, you know that Brian was not wearing a costume, and now, yeah, is. I received a lot of heat for that. <laughs> now here we are, shirtless with a construction helmet on. It's beautiful, man. It's uh, you know. <laughs> well, the American Home Brewers Association does a lot to support home brewing and home brewers, and now they support us. During the AHA, we'll give you discounts at homebrew shops and select tap rooms, as well as give you access to the fantastic Zymergy magazine. Click on the referral link at the bottom of our homepage and join today. Also, uh, I'd like to give a big shout-out to our patrons, specifically our Black Belt patrons, Andy Thompson, Bjorn Bornson, uh, Tyler Romanski, Hoffenbrell Brewing, Brian Bryanson, Devin Stinson, Phil Feldman, and Dakota West. If you'd like to become a patron, head over to patreon.com slash blindestudios and become a patron today, or click on the patron link above our homepage at blindestudios.com. And while you're there, go ahead and check out our store link, or head over to teespring.com slash store slash blindestudios and check out our merch. Brian. Y'alls. Besides putting together that costume, which I'm guessing took you hours. Oh, it took um, a lot of thought. <laughs> uh, you, you, uh, like, what have you been up to beer-related? Not much. Doing the, the Spring Valley thing, getting that Spring going. Spring Valley thing, yeah. Um, so uh, we didn't really talk about this uh, last episode. Um, so this, this episode will come out... Uh, actually, the week of your opening, or the week Ooh. before. Uh, what uh, what can people like, uh, like any like beers or any behind the scenes stuff you can show us? Yeah, so there's uh, we're doing a bunch of hazy, a couple hazies. Um, uh, Brewer Jason. So I I just I want to stress this, and I want to tell this story because I think like stuff like this needs to be talked about. Like. It's always you always see the the sunny side of everything, but um, that Jason Paul Brewer definitely uh, had to scrap an entire batch. Um, just, just stuck the mash and could not for the life of him unstick it. And so you know, I mean, it's a two barrel batch, but even if it were like a fifteen barrel batch, if you got to dump it, you got to dump it. You know, it, it happens. And so you know, he had a situ a shitty situation, and he just he just he had to dump the beer. So. I can't remember what was a dark beer, so we're gonna have to bring some dark beer down from um, Hop and Barrel in Hudson down to <clears throat> what you might call it, uh, Spring Valley. So when you say dark beer, are you talking like was it a stout, black IPA, like? I think he made an oatmeal stout. I don't okay. remember it if they ask him. But yeah, um, you gotta dump it. You gotta dump it. It sucks. <laughs> and as a home brewer, it's you know you're I don't know what it, you're throwing thirty dollars down the drain or whatever. Right, Depen yeah, it, depending on your back. But size. I mean, you you can tell a lot about the integrity of a brewery um, if they dump verse rename. Yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying. Like, well, I, actually, I'll, I will also throw that out there. We have we have renamed because the beer was fine, but we were off off style, half or percentish on gravity. Or we try to tweak that we were like, ooh, it's too much. Right. So if you're gonna tweak a beer, you're gonna move something around. Like don't don't go full throttle right off the bat. That um, makes sense. 
go in uh, steps. Yeah, I guess I was talking more about accidental sours. And oh, yeah, like that. that. No, that's completely unacceptable. Dump that shit. Um, yeah, there's no shame in dumping a beer. Nope, no shame in wearing no shirt and a construction helmet either. On Yeah, uh, uh, how are things at the YMCA? Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. Can't complain. What do you think I would be? The Y? Do you think I'd be the, the, the C? Like, what do I look like? You, you, would, you would be um, probably in the middle of that village people conga line. My, M? Yeah, probably the M. <laughs> <laughs> you guys you, can you'd vote. Be, you'd be right behind the cop and the Indian. <laughs> I don't really feel like I would be. I'm, I'm kind of more of a power bottom. So I mean, well, you know, that's why you're not quite at the end. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! What are we talking about today, Brown Ale? Like, uh, no, let's do the calibration first. We got we got to do a calibration. Um, so we have Kona Big Wave. Um. So and then again, um, our Andy UK Andy is in the in the chat still. Um, uh, yep, yep. Can can Andy? Can you confirm or deny if you have Kona yeah, Big Wave? So this is this is an interesting beer to me. Um, so it's Kona, all over the place. I just feel like it's a it's a kind of a line filler. So uh, so Kona is a brewery out of Hawaii, and. It has, in the past few years, has popped up everywhere. The, yeah. fir- the first time I had Kona was on a boardwalk in uh, California. I think I was in San Francisco. It was the first time I had Kona. Um, and it since then, like I, I keep finding it everywhere. Um, stream looks good on my end. Okay. Sorry. Sorry, Dev. Got a message. Try refreshing it. Try maybe. refreshing. Um, but yeah. So this is definitely something that like it. It kind of caught on at some point and just is everywhere. Um, we can even we even find it. Uh, it's at the Renfest now. Yeah, it's, that's and that's what I meant. It's a line filler. So there's there's some distributor that really popped a shitload of money into this or there's an investment firm that bought them. I don't know if you could that's just a guess. I don't yep. I'm not saying that's what happened, but there's it definitely something behind that with uh, the way these Yeah. Uh before we get into this though, uh beer related things. Um yeah. I have been talking with listener uh Bjorn. Oh, they have little uh things on the, on the on the cap. Sorry. Um and we are we have been talking about a an interesting beer experiment that I'm excited to try when I get back from Puerto Rico. Um, a 24-hour grain-to-glass beer. Whoa. Yeah, so we'll be having an episode com- on that coming up. But all right, all right. it's just been a really fun, like, thought experiment to see how how drinkable or how, like, how close of, like, a drinkable, like... I saw a little uh, bit of that and, in the, the message. Yep. Uh, from yeah, there. we're looking at, like, different hop extracts and different hop blends and, bec- and like, using a lot of, the, like, the brewing science... Uh, that we learned from like Scott Jan- the Scott Janish books because, mm-hmm. uh, like the big thing there is if you do a dry hop within six hours you have most of your extraction done right right um, and your the 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 bulk of your fermentation is done within the first you know ten to twelve. So yeah, it's 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 very interesting. Interesting. So. I might I might be into helping out on that okay. one if, yeah. if there's if I got some time. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, so uh, Kona Big Wave, do you want to hear the, uh, so this is a paddle into easy drinking island refreshment with Big Wave. So smooth. It's like catching the uh, the crest of a breaking wave at Oahu's uh, 
Makaha Beach and gliding all the way into the sandy shore. Paradise is just a sip away, so bring your ohana uh, along for the ride. One life, right? Um, the origin story on this uh, is the waves in Hawaii are legendary. In the winter months, the island's north and west coasts see big waves that often climb up to 40 feet with huge curls of white water breaking offshore. This is just one reason why surfers, bodyboarders, paddlers, and those of us just willing to watch from the beach make this pilgrimage. Uh, Brewer's Notes, which is what we care about. Uh, 21 IBUs, 4.5% ABV, uh, 10.3 uh, Play-Doh for the original gravity. Um, and I, I don't have the Play-Doh conversion off the top of my head for... Yeah. Um, malts, uh, two-row and C20. That's Hop. it, huh? Yep, and wow. hops are Galaxy and Citra. No way. That's what it says. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at a clone recipe. Well, I will be damned. Uh, That's It awesome. is available in the UK. They sell it at high-end supermarkets. This clone recipe, though, has a little bit oh, of honey oh. honey malt in it, which totally makes sense for, like, this type of golden ale, especially so with the hot, I, hot I just, I, like, I hadn't taken a, um, a sniff since I, like, before I had read the ingredients, but I definitely hit Galaxy. Definitely Galaxy, and actually, this is kind of freshish. It smells Smelling very fresh. Anyway. Bottled on twenty nine September twenty one. Holy shit! Oh wow, this is very fresh. Isn't it? We're very lucky with, with a fresh bottle of this. Cool. Uh, where is it? Uh, okay, brewed uh, in Fairfield, California. Okay. Or well, Fort Collins, uh, Portland, Portsmouth. Uh, this is probably a New Hampshire bottle. You think? Okay. Uh, yeah, because shipping over the Rockies is expensive. Wow, Merrimack, New Hampshire, Portsmouth, New Hampshire. They have a bunch of uh, contract brews. Sure do. All right. Very, very fresh nose. Galaxy. Wow, that, that aroma on this is... It's incredible, actually. Like, for, I'm for gonna, a, I'm what gonna, I would consider to be a macro beer that I was, like, I'm, getting ready to trash. I'm like probably <laughs> going to be drinking a lot more Big Wave, I think. I Jesus. Jeez. Cool. Yeah, uh, a lot of melon and, like, pineapple and just, like, tropical fruit in the nose. Boy, this is tasty. Um, wow. Uh, I get, like, almost, like, fruit punch. Yep. Um, and then, like, a little graininess, and then... There's a, a, gra- a grainy malt character, certainly. Hmm. Um. Grainy, I think, because there's not a whole lot of... Depth to it. I mean, no, it's. I mean, there's malt, malt wise. I'm this not, is I'm a not, hot weather beer. Oh, totally. Like this Makes is sense. a. You're sitting on the beach. It's 90 degrees, and you could finish a six pack of these no problem. Damn. All right. So here's here's a question for you as a brewery owner. Mm-hmm. Custom bottles. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you gotta buy any anything like this, any wrapped cans, anything like that. You you you're buying truckloads. So um, plural. For those time. of you who aren't watching, um, and like, those of you just who don't know, um, the they have like a liquid aloha and like the Hawaiian Islands embossed on the glass. Well, and I mean, I wonder what sort of bottle you would even call this because it it doesn't. It's it, not it's not your standard long neck. Yeah, it's almost kind of like one of those Skittle bottles that the, like, um, what's that one Belgian brewery that has the weird-shaped bottles, Skittle bottles? I don't remember. Orval. Okay. That's what it is. 
they're unique bottles. They're very unique bottles. And the yeah, there's like a neck label and interesting. Huh. Cool. Glad yeah. we did this one. Right. Um, all right. So appearance uh, straw. It looks very similar to the Budweiser, but with head that sticks around. What did they say? There's C20 in it? Yeah, you can definitely yep. tell it's it's got a little bit... It's more. I could say it's more golden than oh, straw. Exactly. So the gold comes out and and the difference between that Budweiser and, and this one is literally that C20, honestly. I can see you perfectly through it and all of your you village see that people I'm glory. Not wearing a shirt? I honestly forgot. And your chest is so hairy it's kind of like a sweater, isn't it? It's, I'm, I'm warm. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right, let's uh, let's talk let's talk brown ale. So tis yeah. the season. Sure is. Uh, we had a discussion. Well, we did a commercial calibration. I don't know. Oh, a, a month of... month and a half ago with like Newcastle Brown. Roundly hated that beer, and it was not good. However, I am a very big fan of specifically American brown ales. If they're made right, yeah. If they're made right and you can find them. Because I looked at two liquor stores today, could not find a single brown ale on the shelf that wasn't Newcastle. Like this is so I mean, and we've talked about this before. Styles kind of like come and they go. That's the beauty of homebrewing, is we can make styles that Wait a minute. Didn't didn't we commercial calibrate fat tire? That's an amber. Are you sure? Uh-huh. They bill that as an amber. Okay, cool. Never yep. mind then. I, I'm just trying to think. I was just trying to think of other, like, back in the day when craft beer started becoming a thing, I was drinking James Page Amber and, yep. like, this is craft beer. This is, you know, this is different. This is micro beer and blah, blah. Well, we and it was an that. amber. And now we're sitting on these, like, dishwater, murky, stupid, hazy IPA things. So I don't know. I mean, like, how things have changed. Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fat tire is definitely an amber. Um, just I double checked because I wanted right to make sure. In any um, case, what nineteen C is the BJCP yep. number for American Brown Ale? Nineteen C. Uh, we did a. I mean, Rick and I brewed this for the Every Style Challenge, mm-hmm. but let's talk about it. Sure. Overall impression: uh, We're looking for a malty but hoppy beer, frequently with chocolate uh, and caramel flavors. The hop flavor and aroma complements and enhances the malt rather than clashing with it. Um, oh, the other thing I think we should note about the American Brown Ale is one of the most famous homebrew uh, recipes is an American Brown Ale, Janet's Brown. Janet's. Yeah, I was just gonna say. Yep. Uh, yeah. R.I.P. Tasty. Um, oh, Tasty McDowell. Yeah. Uh, you want to talk appearance? Yes. And aroma, and then I'll take flavor? Well, yeah. So aroma, we're talking about moderate, multi-sweet to like a multi-rich aroma with, again, chocolate, caramel, nutty, toasty. Uh, this is your your Maillard. Um, you want to really pump that up. Hop aroma is low to moderate. Almost any variety is fine. Um, some interpretations have a stronger one. Um, always, uh, as usual, America. Is going to be more citrusy, fruity, tropical, because that's just what we like, I guess. And fresh, dry hopped aroma are definitely optional. Fruity esters are moderate to very low. Dark malt character is going to be more robust than other brown ales. Uh, if we're talking American versus English. Stop short of being overly porter-like. So we're talking like uh, color and then uh, the way you build that, that malt um, layering. So the malt and hops are... Balanced. That's the key to this beer is balance. Um, Andy uh, in the chat 
I uh, wanted to pipe in on Newcastle real quick. It's even hated there. <laughs> uh, he said his folks said it was good in the 70s. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so so Andy, the one that, I don't know if you listened, to, you probably listened to that episode, I'm guessing, but like the one where we tasted the Newcastle, it's what, apparently it's brewed by what, Lagunitas now? Is that what we? Uh, something like that, yeah. Yeah. I don't, and no, that I, don't, was, I don't. I don't think it was Lagunitas. I don't know. Whoever Wait, it was made it very. Did we? Did we hate Newcastle or Bass more? Or did we not do? Bass? We didn't do Bass. Yet. Oh, we haven't done Bass yet. Okay. Bass is one we should do. Like Andy, yeah. you can get Bass. I'm assuming. Yeah, we gotta find that triangle somewhere. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. We talked about they had the first trademark, and I think we talked about that at some point. Yes. Um, oh, when we were doing the yeah. Sure. We've done to- so many shows. I know. So appearance-wise, we're talking light to very dark brown in color. Definitely clear. We don't want any murky, hazy shenanigans. Yep. So low to moderate off-white, light tan, khaki colored head. Uh, flavor, we're looking for medium to moderately high, like a multi-sweetness or multi-rich flavor. And you're going to get a lot of that from the Ma- that Maillard reaction. Um, you want chocolate, caramel, uh, nutty or toasty malt complexity with um, a medium to medium high bitterness. You get a, like, this one you can play around with a bitterness quite a bit just because of how, like, of, of the flavor complexity. Um... Let's see. Uh, uh, hop flavor can be light uh, to moderate. It may optionally have citrusy, fruity, or tropical character, although any hop flavor that complements the malt is acceptable. Very low to moderate fruity esters. So that last sentence there, though, that this is our difference between an English and uh, an American one. So yeah, is the hops. R- well, um, I was going to say yeast because... Or the yeast, sorry. Yeah, you... I mean, obviously with all four, um, with an English ale, you get more of that. And then, so a little bit, like we're talking 68 with Cal Common, like Chico. So, yeah, I don't know. So like, I, I would say like even the hops though would be more like, because American styles tend to just be more hop forward, no matter what we do. Yeah. Citrus like what they said in aroma basically, but, um, from a mouthfeel standpoint, medium to medium full body. So. Mm. I mean, I wouldn't, and I also wouldn't say really like porters, excuse me, um, not necessarily full body either, but some of the more bitter versions um, probably will have more dry or a resiny impression. Um, oh, God. Uh, so I, I'm sorry. I read ahead a little bit. I completely forgot about Pete's Wicked Ale. I haven't thought about Pete's Wicked Ale. <laughs> I was actually, I was at a bar recently and there was a Pete's Wicked Ale sign like screwed to the ceiling of the bar. And oh, I was wow. Like, Holy shit. Uh, so, all right, uh, Pete's Wicked Ale, for those of you who don't know, is a, um, like, it was like the OG commercial, like, uh, brown ale. Um, and it's been gone for years. Oh, yeah. Long gone. Um, Oh, uh, the company that owns Bridgeport now owns the owns the brand. They don't since do anything with it. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, so they they were they were uh, acquired by uh, Gambrinus, who owns Shinerbach. Okay. Yeah. So a, a point about history on this one. Remember when I was talking earlier about how what what passed as craft beer in whenever I started drinking craft yep. beer 2005 or whatever. Yeah, that Killian's Irish Red, I remember. Yeah. 
So it's an American style from the modern craft beer era. So it's derived from English brown ales, obviously more hops. Pete's Wicked was the first one, and that's what you were reading ahead. Yep. So it's super popular with home brewers, and very hoppy versions were sometimes called Texas brown ales. Uh, no, they refer to them as brown IPA. That's I don't not know. a style. That yeah, that kind of like went over my head. Texas brown ale. I don't know. Maybe it's because we're well. It, uh, it's the same the thing like Midwest. when you have when you had like the Cascadian dark ale versus black IPA debate. Yeah. And I like bringing that up with Justin because he has opinions well, about it. I remember funny. in in two thousand eight or two thousand nine, and I've said this on this show before, but I was. My friend Adam, who ended up owning Northgate Brewing Company, which was an English-style brewery, mind you, uh, referred to me as a beer hipster when I was brewing Cascadian Dark in, like, 2008 or 2009. Because I, I mean, I because I'm. I mean, that that was when that store or what, that was when that style was yeah. like starting to gain prominence. And it certainly was in a um, uh, an issue of Zymergy. Uh, that I was reading, and that's where that's where I learned about that style. That was back when when the internet was, you know, not not necessarily in its infancy, but this was back when you know a man would read a periodical. Ah, oh, yes, 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 a periodical <laughs> on the toilet. On the toilet. Where else do you read periodicals? Yes, on the toilet. What's going on in the chat? You're uh, you're chuckling. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Brian uh, came back and he said, "I step away for a bit and come back to the village people. I want my money back." <laughs> <laughs> you deserve it back, sir. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's let's build a brown ale. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, according to the BJCP, uh, the BJCP characteristic ingredients are well modified pale malt plus crystal and darker malts. Uh, American hops, but continental or New World hops can be used. So immediately, to me, that says we have a two-row base. Oh yeah, easily. Right. Um, actually, and I think we should we should move away from that and maybe do something like Maris Otter. I like it. Like immediately, like get into well, like we're adding complexity. Then remember what, or even Golden Promise. What or, did I what did I say earlier? I said that uh, that it's medium. Full to full body. What? Oh, uh, oh, he just said, or do I? You know. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's strangely aroused too. Uh, everybody much is. Much like Devin, yeah. All right. Merrick and Brown. Yeah. Maris Otter. I'm digging it, man. Let's go. All let's right. Go. So let's, let's start with some Maris Otter. Let's, okay. uh, I'm thinking e, probably 70% Maris Otter. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I'm immediately thinking, what about some of our DRC, man? You went that right? I thought you were going to I literally, I thought the word for, that was going to come out of your mouth was biscuit. I mean, biscuit would have been great. DRC, yeah, definitely. Because we have to have some kind of caramel or crystal in like the 120 range probably. Yep. Like To get that, to 80, get that color. 80s probably we're, too we're thinking low. Like, we're thinking uh, in that like we, like maybe like three to four percent, like nothing major. Something like that, yeah. Because we, we got to have some kind of, we got to have good layers. And again, the key to, you know, any beer like this is is. Just DRC. Just shh, shh, shut up. Just buy it. Uh, biscuit, definitely biscuit malt. Um, <laughs> biscuit, uh, maybe some, maybe like a layer of like biscuit and victory. VOB, victory on Brees. Yeah. That'll work. I like it. Um, uh, we're talking about any chocolate malts? Or? I think with the DRC, we don't need it. Yeah, you're probably right. That'll probably give us the color we need. I'm yep. thinking like maybe around the 30, 25, 30 range for bitterness. 
I'm so here's here's IBU. my thought. I wanna I wanna twist this a little bit. Oh. I wanna hop it like a hazy IPA. <laughs> like an asshole. Yeah. I mean, like, let's 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 take everything that we've learned about these these uh, like how to pull out these really fruity, juicy characters. We're making a we're making a brown IPA then, dude. Nah, it's an American brown ale. All right, it's the same style. Fine. Uh, there is no brown IPA style, so like, <laughs> not yet. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, but so like we 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 get we get we get your like thirty IBUs of bitterness, right? Yeah. But then we dry hop it like an IPA. Okay. What do you want to dry hop it with? Well, I. Or it depends let, on what we're bittering with and what kind of flavors we're going for. Let, let's go the the Magnum. Uh, Galena Warrior route for bittering. Let's just okay, so let's get the charge over with at sixty. Okay. Um, and then so we're probably talking about an ounce and a five gallon. Yep. So we we get all of our IB like I guess our traditional IBUs out of the way at the beginning, yeah. and then we do a hop stand. Well, what about like a Cascade? I, I that's what I was thinking. I was thinking we go more of that like piney citrusy because that's going to play a lot better than some of the. New world like fruity melon, like what we're getting in this delicious Cascade Kona Big is really Wave. Good, yeah. Uh, this episode sponsored by Kona Big Wave. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Wouldn't that amazing. be nice? <laughs> I could use that money. Uh, <laughs> then I could come, then I could come up with a better costume. You'd be able to afford a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, um, yeah. So I'm thinking. Uh, what if we do like a traditional like Cascade Centennial? Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Uh, like the, so we, the, we do we do a hop stand and then fire up the sea hops. Man. Yep, and then we do a uh, oh. What about some Simcoe? You you said piney. I thought you would say Simcoe at some point. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm into it. Okay, all right. So we do a hop stand with uh, I'm thinking Cascade Simcoe, mm-hmm. and then a like a high Kreisen dry hop with the same. Yeah, uh, that works. and we call it a hazy brown. Hazy brown, baby. Get it done. No, I'm just kidding. Don't do that, please. Uh, <laughs> <the laughs> Yeast wise, two packages or make a starter. Uh, ten fifty six or oh one. Those are fine. Or uh, what is your so five dry? Yeah. Um, you might even want to look at twelve seventy two Y yeast, which for hoppier versions of beers works. Um, pretty well. Um, Northwest Ale, thirteen thirty two Y yeast is also a really fun. What are we looking at for body on this? Full, medium, medium to full. full. So we're uh, mash temp. We're mashing mm. fifty six, fifty eight. I would say so. Don't want. Uh, well, what about do dryness? We want, do we want this to be drier or sweeter? Or I think. Well, so what does it say here? Um, um, yeah, actually, let's like look. so. Let's like let's let's look at the thing. Um, it doesn't mention the dryness. It does not, and it usually um, does. If so, if we add in some roast. Oh, medium. Sorry, please. Yawn. The me- medium to medium dry. Oh, medium to medium dry. So okay. we maybe need to be more like one fifty two. Do you think? Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe like well, that one fifty two to one fifty four range. All right, I'm into it. Um, and then actually, and then if we add some roast in there, like almost like playing, like playing on that edge of I think that black IPAs, 
ish where like you get a little bit of that roastiness mm-hmm. that will give you perceived dryness as well. Okay. Yep. I'm into it. But I don't know, like, so DRC should give us a little bit of that. So this should finish around what? 10, 10, 10, 12. Yep. Uh, do we want to do an extended boil for that Maillard reaction or no? Uh, no, I think with like, if you especially if you're doing direct fire, you're going to get it anyway. Uh, aromatic malt. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. I like that. Biscuit and aromatic, dare we? Yeah, get rid of the victory, add the... Yeah. All right, Do boom. biscuit and aromatic. Done. Then yeah, I don't think beautiful. that you need the, what you just... The, yep, the, the Maillard, yeah. Maillard, yeah. We don't need the extended <laughs> boil for Maillard. No. Uh, I kind of want to drink that beer now. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do too. <laughs> We have this delicious beer. I know, but it's not. It's not this. Like it's not the uh, the hazy brown that we just invented. <laughs> eh, Hop and Barrel can have it. I don't it. really feel like we invented. Anyway, uh, commercial examples: Anchor, Breckles Brown, Big Sky Moose Drool Brown, Brooklyn Brown. You remember that one? Uh, y- you could still find that one. I think. Bet you can. Uh, Bell's, Bell's Best. Cigar City makes a. Uh, oh, the uh, Cigar City Maduro. You can find that around here now too. Really. Yep. Cool. They, that high ally, man. That's high ally, good yeah. shit. Smutty Nose. Telluride. Don't know either of those two. I have heard of Smutty Nose. I've heard of the brewery. I don't think I've had the old brown dog. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's kind of all I got on brown ales, man. That's it. We did a lot of talking about brown ales. I like it. Me too. <laughs> all right. Should we get out of here? Yes. I can put my shirt back on. I mean, you don't have to. <laughs> get a couple more pictures for Devin and, and Brian and Andy and, and all, all of those. We're going to do a photo shoot down at the garage. Scare the children. Oh, my. <laughs> all right, guys. If you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or what have you, go ahead and just an email at feedback at blindnessstudios.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindnessstudios. Follow us on Twitter at blindnessgrowninja. And if you'd like to join in on uh, the chat like all of these fine folks have, uh, become a patron at patreon.com slash blindnessstudios. And we'll see you guys next week. Peace.